Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm so excited to see another beautiful Sunday morning, May 10, 2020. I don't know about you. I believe strongly that God has been so faithful to you, faithful to your family. Uh, in spite of what's happening all over the world, we believe God that He is a faithful God and He will not leave you nor forsake you. Adventure, if today is your birthday, I declare you blessed. And I pray that God will give you a gift that no man can give. If this month is your birthday, the Lord will increase you on every side and touch your life and favor you in the name of Jesus. I want to appreciate every one of you that have been listening to my podcast. Uh, uh, and I believe strongly that God has been so faithful and so, so nice to you. Uh, and the Lord, for the wisdom, for the knowledge you have been getting from the messages and for all the impartation that has been coming through the messages. I want to thank you for taking time to listen to those messages. The Lord bless you real good in the name of Jesus. This morning again, I have come your way to share with you uh, something that will bless you and that will change your life forever in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, I want us to pray together as we go into the world this morning. Father, we thank you. We bless your name because you are faithful. You are kind. Thank you because your word is pure. Your word is settled in heaven. We thank you because as we listen, as your people listen to your word this morning, Lord, bless them. And I remain a vessel. And I, Lord, use me to be a blessing to your people. Thank you, Father. Make my tongue the tongue of an energy. In Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I'll be sharing with you what I tell to SWOT analysis in marriage. SWOT analysis in marriage. Every marriage carries a triangular shape. And the triangular shape is God, man, and woman. Uh, another triangular shape that every marriage carries is marriage, friendship, and relationship. Another triangular shape that the marriage carries is peace, parental approval, and a pastoral approval. Uh, another triangular shape the marriage carries is companionship, communication, and compatibility. I'll be explaining all of these in time a few minutes but let's just look into the word of god briefly in genesis 2 18 to 20 or 24 24 the bible says i'll be reading a preferred version now the lord said it is not good sufficient satisfactory that the man should be alone i will make him a helpmate suitable adapted complimentary for me <clears throat> for him excuse me in verse in verse 19 and out of the ground the lord formed every wild beast and every creature of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to adam to see what he would call them and whatever adam called every living creature that was heat so every creature was born was given was was created from the dust of the earth in verse 20 which is very profound adam gave names to all the livestock and to the birds of the head and to the every wild beast of the field but for adam there was no one found found a helpmate suitable adapted complimentary for him he looked at all the animals he noticed that there's none of them that can complement his nature can complement a person his, his person his personality listen to me not every woman can complement you not every man can compliment you. Not every man can be adapted towards you. Not every woman can be adapted towards you. Not everyone is suitable for you. 
not everyone is suitable for you so uh, uh, th- th- that's why you have to trust God for God to direct you and lead you to make the right choice and I pray for someone God will help you in Jesus name and Adam Adam in verse 21, which is very important. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And while he slept, he took one of his ribs, which is the sister rib, closest to the heart, so that the man will love his wife, or a part of his side, and close up the close up the place with flesh. Hallelujah. So a woman was, was created from the finished product. The man was created from the dust of the earth, a raw material, while a woman is a finished product. So sometimes when I look at women the way they behave sometimes, they don't know what they carry, they don't know how much God valued them. You are a finished product. Don't behave like a raw material. Don't behave like a raw material. You are a finished product. Hallelujah. Then Adam said, when he saw what God did by creating this wonderful creation for him, this creature is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called Incha, a man with a womb. Incha means the Hebrew word for woman is Incha because she was taken out of a man. She was taken out of a man. And verse 24, which everyone of us know very well. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall become united and cleave to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So you are suitable for someone. You are not suitable for everybody. You are a, you are you complement someone. You can complement everybody. That's why God is the one that blesses a man with a prudent wife. Proverbs 19 verse 14. The Bible says, "Ours and riches are from a father, but a prudent and a prudent wife is from the law." So alone here is not loneliness. Uh, it's not incompetence. You know, here means incompleteness. Incompleteness. No matter how man is successful in life, how energetic you can be, how hardworking you can be, uh, how great you can ever be, you are still incomplete. Incomplete means fraction, not in a whole. So only marriage makes a man complete. Uh, of course, some people will say, Pastor, don't talk like that. I, I am complete without a woman. I'm complete like what marriages are like today. You can see that divorce is the order of the day. Jesus in Matthew 19, if you look at the, the essence, the Sadducees, the scribes, and he was talking to them. He said, because of the hardness of your heart, uh, the, Lord, the, the Lord laid it in the heart of most of you that you give divorce, you give divorce letter. He said, but in the beginning, it was not so. So It was not so. In the beginning, it's for a man to be complete. Is for a woman to be complete. It's for it's for adaptation. It's for suitability. It's for beauty. It's for compatibility. It's to make you a better person. Hallelujah. So only God makes a a prudent wife. Only God makes a good prudent wife. So that's why when you are making a choice, you have to make a right choice. And today you will find that a lot of young people who are going to marriage or who are about to start up uh, into marriage, they do take their time. To pray and trust God for a prudent wife, and don't pray and trust God for a glory, a glorious husband. They are so much in a hurry. There's so much of loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, and pride of life. That's what Bible says in First John two sixteen and fifteen and sixteen. They are too much in a haste. They are too much in a haste. You see all kinds of things that happen nowadays. Everywhere is upside down. The way people undo marriages nowadays, the way people undo relationships nowadays is totally upside down. 
because people don't take their time to build a solid relationship. Impatience is the order of the day because impatience is a sign of immaturity. It takes time to know who a person really is. It takes time to know who a person really is. You need to know a person's strengths and their weaknesses. It it will help to test your conviction that your intended is God's will for your life. You see people getting married yesterday and today they are divorced. You see people getting married last year and today they are separated. You ask them, why are you separating from your wife? You say, which? But you saw the wish before you married her. You said somebody, you said this one is a death, is a death, is a, is a vision killer. But you saw the vision killer before you marry her. So the problem of most people is that they, they focuses on this weakness of the of their of their spouse. They focus on the weaknesses of their of their, of their intended couple or intended wife or intended husband. They focus on their weaknesses and don't focus on their strength. Listen to me. One of the beauty of any relationship to, to, to last long and to sustain every test of time is to focus on the strength of the other person. Stop focusing on their weaknesses because listen to me, if you continue to focus on their weaknesses, it will not stop them being uh, having weakness in their life. So focus on their strength. Focus on what will build up. Look at that scripture that we read in verse in verse 23, the man said, this is the bone of my bone. What is bone? Bone means structure. Bone means strength. What is flesh? Flesh means coffee. So when you find a suitable wife, when you find a wonderful husband, all you to do is to begin to cover him, cover her. That is where, where that's where help meat comes. You are not help meat. You are not, you are not, help, you are not, you are not competing. You are, you are complementing each other. So there's no need for competition. Competition is how much are you bringing? How much are you bringing? What is your salary? What is my salary? No, we don't have to compete. There's no need for competition. You just need to complement. That is why God created marriage. For you to be suitable to each other, to adapt to one another. So that is where a lot of problem comes today. And that's where the God factor has been removed in many marriages in our homes today. And everybody just do whatever they like. Hallelujah. So there is this this you have to understand that bones stand for structure. Bone, they say this is the structure of my structure, the bone of my bone, the stability of my life. Immediately he saw it, he called, oh, wow, this is this is the best that can ever happen to him. In a good marriage, courtship does not does not end but continue. Because your your, your main goal of courtship is to study each other, learn to know each other, grow with each other, and protect each other. So it helps every marriage to stand the test of time. So courtship continues in marriage. For those of you who are not yet married, you have to understand that, that courtship continues in marriage. So that's why marriage is built on friendship and relationship. Marriage is not a destination, but a journey of knowing each other day by day. You kept knowing him day by day. You kept knowing her day by day. You don't even try to change anybody. I've seen a, a lot of couples that they want to change each other. You don't change anybody. Change yourself. Allow God to walk through you and allow God to walk through her. Her father tried to change her when she was young until she found you, until you find him. 
the father could not change. The mother could not change her. The, the family could not change him. And someone you just met within few days, within few months, within few years, you want to change such a person. Allow God to work on them. Just allow God. Allow God to work on them. Uh, another triangular shape in marriage is companionship. Marriage is for companionship. This, this makes sex in marriage very enjoyable. Companionship, communication, compatibility. Uh, of course, you know companionship means the uh, two root word for companionship is company and friendship. So the choice of your company determines what you get in your friendship. <laughs> Anyone that work with dog will eat with dog, <laughs> will eat feces. Hallelujah. Proverbs said, the company of the wise will make you wiser, but that of a fool will lead to destruction. Also, we have to understand that communication is the heartbeat of every marriage. What blood is to the body is what communication is in every relationship. Communication is a life wire of any relationship because when it stops, relationship dies. Just like when blood stops within you, relationship, your life ends. Vital issues in communication is understanding. So you have to have understanding for each other. Communication is like what the Bible says in Genesis 2.25. And both man and woman and wife are naked and not ashamed. You are not ashamed of her. You are not ashamed of him. Even when she has given birth to five children. Of course, when you get her in those days, uh, every part of her structure is intact. Her shape from beginning to end are uh, intact. Her breast, her body system is intact. But after two children you can imagine how she will look like everything comes down but you still have to appreciate her for for the way she is you have to appreciate her help her buy her things that will bring her structure back again instead of you telling telling her that you look at you when i marry you this is not how you look like this is not how you look like you have lost shape but who who help the woman to lose the shape of course it's you so instead of you come Comparing her with other ladies outside, comparing with other men outside. Uh, look at your mates. Your mates, I know what they do for their wife. Your mates buy good cars for their wife. That is their mates. Everybody is not the same. Everybody is not suitable for the man. Everybody is not suitable for the woman. There is a, there's someone that is suitable for you and there's someone that will help you fulfill your destiny. Communication brings openness. It brings transparency, nourishment and strength in every relationship that's why effective communication brings listening effectively undivided attention this is another problem we find that in a lot of relationships and a lot of marriages they, they don't listen to each other of course they are hearing but they are not listening you tell them something but they are hearing but they are not listening so that's why it's very important for us to understand that uh, all of these are what builds our relationship and our marriage compatibility is a fundamental building block in any successful relationship it brings comfort satisfaction safety and understanding because lack of compatibility results when relationship always conflicts and does not afford growth opportunity so that's why conflict is a natural phenomenon but when you resolve conflict almost every time but for those of you that are not yet married every time you have to resolve one thing you argue about everything you fight about everything you quarrel about everything 
Uh, I think the author needs to wait. <laughs> the author have to wait. So you can't force it. You can't force it at all. The author must wait. The Bible says something very interesting in, in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9. Let's look at let's, let's it quickly. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. I will read it in message translation. Hallelujah. Chapter 4. Let's take from verse 9. It is better to have a partner than go it alone. Share the work, share the wealth, and if one falls down, the other helps. But if there's no one to help, it's tough, my brother, it's tough, my sister. Two in a bed warm each other. Alone, you shiver all night. By yourself, you are unprotected. With a friend, you can face the worst. Can you round up a third? A tree snapped round isn't easily snapped. A threefold cord is not easily broken. That's what the Bible is trying to understand. A threefold cord is not easily broken. I have been married for about 13 years, and I can see that truly marriage is beautiful. My wife has been wonderful. Uh, and she gave me beautiful two children, uh, a boy and a girl. And I'm so excited that I, I saw myself complete. I saw my ministry complete. I saw my life complete. I saw a better me. Because one of the things I told my wife is that I am not here to change you. <laughs> your father tried to change you. Your mother tried to change you. I, it is not my response to change you. I live in the house of the Holy Spirit. You see, when you try to change somebody, it will make you to focus more on their weakness and not on their strength. And when you focus on people's weakness, you can't get the best of them. A pastor who focuses on the weakness of his members, he will never get their best. A, 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 a leader who focuses on the on the weakness of his of, uh, of his or her follower will never get their best. A spouse who focuses on the weakness of their wife or their husband will never get their best. Let God do the work. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So let them do the work. Because strength, strength builds a stronger relationship. Adam said, you are the bone of my bone. You are the strength of my life. You are my covering. You are my covering. And you have to understand that strength brings opportunity. Like what we're talking about, SWOT analysis. You can see that S stands for strength. W stands for weakness. O stands for opportunity. And T stands for, stand for threat. SWOT analysis is a very powerful tools i can assure you in identifying the internal and external factor that affect our relationship or our marriage okay let me just make some definition here strength means physical power to carry out a, a demanding task it means emotional toughness to deal with stressful or painful situation it means source of support it means resistance to withstand pressure or stress it also means defensive ability to resist attack it means effectiveness it means persuasive power that is ability to convince it means potency that is ability to develop or grow of course weakness means lack of strength everything that strength has is what witness is the opposite of witness. It means weak point in the in in, 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 in weak point in the in the, in, in, in life, weak point in structure, weak point in arrangement of something. It means character flaws. It means unfavorable character. It means fondness, strong liking for something. E.g., when somebody have witness towards opposite sex, it's a weakness. 
you have weakness towards towards a particular food or it's a weakness it means object of desire an irresistible object of desire somebody my, somebody said my weakness is is, is is moving or watching football or watching or doing one thing so that's weakness and every every strength brings opportunity what's opportunity opportunity means advantageous chance of position opening break or prospect it means favorable condition and what about threats because every witness will bring threat threat means danger warning signal intimidation risk hazard menace so threats also means expression of an intention to inflict pain injury or punishment on somebody or something likely to cause harm so that is something something or somebody like to cause harm so how does this on what i just said how does it relate firstly you have to understand that marriage today has become a a social business whereby women choose her men after a after after a careful analysis of his strength of his weakness threat and uh, and potential and a potential opportunity when Men, at the other hand, are not are not even stupid either, but their weaknesses always becomes moment of strength. So let's let's see how this all of this all of this work all this work of the standard strength are the things that build the relationship in marriage up and make it happen. Witness is what hold the marriage relationship back. Anytime you focus on your wife or your relationship. Uh, your, 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 your fiancé or your wife or your husband you focus it on their on their weakness you can never get the best of them these are the areas that work must be done these are the areas that work must be done yeah so that's why anywhere you see husband and wife trying to always they're always arguing they're always fighting they're always quarreling check out it's because one it's not trying to cover up the other they are always focusing on the weakness of the other person so you have to be careful about that you have to be very careful about that because threats threats are, are those things that hit into the world into the lovely relationship that you may have with your spouse so anytime you see strength you see opportunity anytime you see weakness you see threat Every marriage that's divorced today, every marriage that has scattered today, or that are no longer together today, it's not because the devil is so powerful. It's just because they are focuses on the wrong play, on the wrong thing. Either the man is focused on the weakness of the wife, or the woman is focused on the weakness of the man. And because of that, they, they begin to hurt each other. And forgiveness is not found in that relationship. Because I've often said that marriage is where two forgivers live together. <laughs> Sorry, thank you, please. Must never stop in your marriage. It's not a it's not a sign of weakness. Telling your wife you are sorry. Telling your husband you are sorry. It's not a sign of weakness. A lot of people are missing it in marriage today because they feel that if I tell you sorry, you take advantage of me. No, there's no advantage anybody is taking from me. If I say sign of strength. 
if I if I if I if I make food as a man, or if I go out and buy food for the family, or go to market, it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. So there are many things that are sign of strength in marriages today. That people feel that if you help your wife to wash dishes, or whether you help your help your spouse to to wash her clothes, it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. So marriage is to forgive us living together living together marriage is all about complementing one another at all times whether 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 he or she does right or wrong don't ever tear your spouse down and make he or she feel funny marriage is the environment where five love languages must be expressed <laughs> of course you understand five love languages quality time Receiving of gifts, out of service, physical touch, words, affirmation. In marriage, it's an environment where, where if love, loving the, loving the, the unlovable happens, even when the person is not lovable, it happens in that environment because love is a choice and not a force. Marriage is an environment where loving the, the unlovable or the unlovely is expressed or happens so you don't have to kill yourself any woman who is not prayerful can never have a successful marriage i, I just want to drop this nugget for somebody women women are more relationship oriented why men are achieving they're driven women are a gatekeeper why the men are peacekeeper so anything that happens in your house in your home as a man you have to keep the peace of your home going uh, marriage without god uh, without God or the Father, the Jesus, the Holy Spirit will struggle. Man without God, without the Holy Spirit, without Christ will struggle. Successful marriage is not about about charming personality, about education. Nobody ever get married because you are first class. <laughs> People should stay married because of character. You should stay married because of character. Nobody ever get married because you went to the University of Harvard. But you get married, you have to because of character. Because of character. So make use of your of, of, of your life very well. Marriage is not an environment for comparing and criticizing one another. It's an environment where you share a, a true value of one another. So that is why I am saying today you are a peacekeeper as a man and the woman is a gatekeeper. You are a gatekeeper because you have to be prayerful. So stop focusing on the weakness of one another. I have married for about 13 years. Anytime I focus on my wife's weakness, we don't get the best in our marriage. But anytime I focus on our strength, the best of the marriage always come. The best of her always come out. The best of her always come out. Don't, don't let us be egocentric. Don't let us be too full of ourselves. Don't let us be too, too selfish. Two things destroy marriage. Lack of commitment. And selfishness. When you see two, even one person selfish in marriage, the whole thing is scattered. The whole thing will be, will, will, will be dissolved. When you see a, a, a man going into a relationship or a woman going into a relationship and they are selfish or they have a selfish motive, it can never work. I, I, I have to stop here today because I, I believe strongly that uh, there's a lot to say, but I will be coming your way for part two in. in my in this teaching of SWOT analysis. Don't forget, every strength brings opportunity. Every marriage where you see strength, focus upon.
there is more opportunity than trade. The Bible says, I would like you to be a man who built your house on the rock when you obey every of my word. Matthew 24. When you obey my word and you do it, you are like a man that built your house on the rock. But uh, if you don't do my word, you are like a man that built your house on the sand. Listen to me. Both the man that built his house on the rock and the one that built his house on the sand, they will face the same storm of life. So before the storm come, focus on the strength of the wife. Focus on the strength of your husband. Focus on the strength of your fiancé or your fiancé. Focus on their strength and stop focusing on their weaknesses. Because storm will surely come. Challenges will come. Only tough people, only those who have understood that staying in the area of strength will sustain the test of time. Hallelujah. I believe you have been blessed in this 28 or 29 minutes of broadcast. I want to assure you that you will hear the part two of this teaching next week, Sunday. Please stay blessed and stay connected. The Lord bless you, the Lord increase you on every side. Father, thank you for the word. Thank you because you have spoken to your children, your sons and daughters all over the world. Thank you, Father, because this message will touch and bless their life in the name of Jesus. I am still Reverend Muiwa, and I'm so excited to bring the word of God for you this morning. Please stay blessed. Listen and share the podcast to your friend to help and to bless somebody. Thank you for listening. God bless you.